Theme Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut. Tuesday, March 1st edition of the program. I cannot believe it is already March, but we are in the midst of it. Uh, We're going after it today. The State of the Union address tonight. How Biden is the worst dumpster fire president I've seen ever. Worse even than Obama. Worse than anybody in living memory, but he is the president, so he'll be given the State of the Union. We'll talk about that. The war in Ukraine heating up dramatically, as I had suspected. The Russians have far more in store for the Ukrainian resistance than many in the media had thought in the opening days of this. We'll get into that, and then if I have some time, we'll talk about the removal of more of the COVID restrictions uh, occurring in the hours before and the days after the State of the Union address. Um, But we'll start with, is Biden going to have an even worse year this year? Because I'm going to tell you something right now. The State of the Union address is going to be a lot of, it's tough to say that fast, the State of the Union address is going to be a lot of uh, misdirection, delusion, propaganda, lies. But put that aside for a moment, although we'll talk about it. Is it going to be a worse year for Biden this year, coming up 2022, than it was last? I think the answer is yes. And I'll explain why. Tax season can be taxing on your identity because all your personal information is in one place, getting emailed, shared, and possibly exposed to identity thieves. Tax forms can be like one-stop shops for ID thieves, which means it can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. Protection against identity theft is easier with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock by Norton helps monitor your info and alerts you to potential identity threats. And if you do become a victim, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it during tax season and beyond. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can prevent some identity theft for sure and protect yourself with LifeLock. Join LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year by going to LifeLock.com. LifeLock.com slash buck. That's LifeLock.com slash buck. LifeLock.com slash buck for 25% off. How's it going for Biden? You know the answer. The polls show him now getting down into the 30s. So that's not good. And I'm here to remind you, before I describe why Joe Biden's presidency is such a disaster, why this is such a mess, I'm here to tell you all, Joe Biden's not a nice guy. This is just the lie the media always tells. You know, they act like Joe Biden is the old, friendly, cuddly grandpa. This was part of how, when we were all so scared because of COVID, you know that about half the country, according to serology testing now by the CDC, about half the country has gotten COVID, which is, oh, does that sound like what I've been saying for basically the last two years, that half of us, more or less, maybe more, are going to end up getting COVID? Remember that we got another COVID season coming up starting this summer. So basically everyone's going to get exposed to COVID at some point if they haven't already had it. And in my case, had it multiple times. But put that aside for a moment. Biden is out there pretending to be somebody he's not, which is a good, honorable, decent guy. Biden is a political hack. He is a Democrat machine politician of the worst kind. And here he is claiming that Republicans are, you know what, I'll let Joe Biden say it. We're going to keep pushing on this, and we're we're protecting our country's threshold liberty, the sacred right to vote, which I've never seen is under such attack. You know, it's always made it harder for blacks to vote, but this is trying to be able to figure out how to keep the black vote when it occurs from even counting. 
keep the black vote from counting racism. Where is this actually happening? I'm just wondering, where is this occurring? Show me, show me a person. Show me the member of the black community in this country who was barred from voting for racist reasons. Because I would I would dramatically oppose that. I would say, oh, my gosh, that's horrible. It is horrible. That shouldn't happen ever. Where is it happening? They don't care. They don't care. Doesn't matter. They're lying to you. The lie is useful. The lie is what matters to them. Everything else, well, everything else is secondary. Look at this. If you do a, a scorecard of the Biden regime right now, how's it going? Go down the list. The economy, it's not good. Inflation, 7%. It's going to go higher this year. Cost of everything, way up. Supply chain crises all over the place. It take, go, go try to buy a couch right now. This is real, Producer Mike. If you go try to buy a couch, you know it'll take like six to eight weeks to get a I'm not even talking about like a super fancy Ooh, specialty couch from the German design firm of, you know, Schmerger and Schmerger. No, I'm talking about any couch. My brother just tried to re, re uh, you know, refit his place, refurb, I don't know, whatever the word is. Furnish, that's the word, in Miami. It took him like two months to get a couch delivered. And he was like, he kept trying to get different. Supply chain crises all over the place. Everything slowed down. The economy's not doing as well as it should. What's, what's going on here? What's the basis of all this well democrats love regulations the blue states kept shutting down things and kept acting all crazy because of covid when there was no reason to do it anymore they spend too much money which creates more inflation they raise taxes which disincentivizes work for those who are job creators and those who are creating companies and running companies building them so all of that is going on and then you have the border the border is the worst that it has been perhaps ever Perhaps ever in the last year, the border has been a complete disaster. One point six million, I think it was. They call them encounters. That means illegal crossings. They don't consider it an encounter when you show up at a border crossing with a passport or with paperwork that says, hey, I'm here to come into your country legally. That's not an encounter. An encounter showing up the country illegally. Crossing into U.S. territory illegally, a violation of of sovereignty that's what's actually going on here that's what's actually happening day in and day out okay so that's going on uh where else can we oh the crime situation turns out putting progressive prosecutors in charge of major cities all over the country and having this soft on crime uh, revolution underway just means a lot more crime misery people getting attacked assaulted raped murdered all over the country What do Democrats have to show for this? Has it dealt with systemic inequality? No. So what was the upside to the soft on crime policy? There was no upside to the soft on crime policy. It just made everything worse for everyone. Kind of like the Black Lives Matter movement. Just makes everything worse for everyone. Improves nothing. Oh, unless you're a member of the movement who's gotten millions of dollars that now can't be accounted for. And I mean the apparatus of BLM. that's, That's a different situation, to be sure. So... Now we have national security, the disaster of the withdrawal, the execution of the withdrawal in Afghanistan, and now a war in Europe, a major war in Europe. And we're just seeing the opening phases of this, friends. I'll be talking about that in a second. So what do they have to say? What can they tell you about this to make it all better? I, honestly, 
I'm curious to see how much this administration is going to uh, try to spin tonight. Like, where are they? They're going to tell you things that will be laughably, flatly, obviously untrue. You can count on that. No question. But what are they going to say exactly? What are going to be the areas? They'll probably start to bring up health care, creating jobs. Joe Biden, I create jobs. That's all I got to say. I go on there. I look at you all beady eyed and I go, all right, you know what I'm going to do? Kitchen table, folks. I'm going to start saying folks. I'm going to get a little breathy. J. O. Something else. S. Jobs. Going to make jobs. And I'm going to sniff your head. Because I earned it by making the jobs. This is what's going to happen. That's what he's going to say. It's the same. Biden's been giving the same speeches using the same tactics of the demagogue for as long as I've been alive. It's not going to change tonight. But how aggressive will the lies get? This is fantastic. Here is Jen Psaki, chief propagandist for this White House, which tells you a lot. I mean, look, Jen Psaki, she might be a reasonably nice person. I've never met her. Um, She is not that smart. That's pretty obvious. Not particularly knowledgeable, doesn't have very good judgment, and really just has experience doing this, which is Blah, 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 BS. You know, just just spewing the nonsense. Here she is trying to tell the American people straight up that the change, the sudden, dramatic, and widespread reversals of mask policy had nothing to do with the State of the Union coming up tonight. Play it. I would say the president is very powerful, but he couldn't make us be in the green zone that we're in right now in D.C. That's why we are not uh, required. We're not going to be required to wear masks starting tomorrow. So uh, I would say that for him, it had nothing to do with the timing around the State of the Union. Uh, He wanted to give the CDC the time to assess and make recommendations that would be clear to the American public about uh, what their recommendations would be for mask wearing moving forward. I'm just if someone believes that the change in mask policy at this point right now that's happened in New York and California and Oregon and Washington State and Congress itself, if someone thinks that that's not political, they are too stupid to have opinions about politics that are worth hearing. That's where we are, I'm sorry. Not possible of thinking through a problem with enough clarity and precision to have worthwhile opinions on on any political matter. It's that obvious. I don't think it gets more obvious than this. I hope that a lot of Democrats will show up tonight and be wearing uh, masks, because at least then, if Democrats show up tonight wearing masks, you will know uh, that every American with a brain can see beyond a shadow of a doubt what a bunch of lunatics they are. So that's fantastic. That that would be great. I'd like I'd like them to be particularly crazy in this moment. We'll see. No excuse for any of them to be wearing a mask. It's absurd. It's theater. You know it and I know it. We'll talk about Ukraine here in a moment. I think, unfortunately, this is one of these times where, again, I wish I wish I was wrong, but I am right on how this is trending and what's going to happen. The, oh, look at the Ukrainians. They're kicking Russian uh, Russian ass. Okay, for a few days, the Russian war machine is just beginning. We'll talk about this in a moment. On 9-11, our nation changed forever with one of the most vicious attacks on our freedoms, an attack on our democracy. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families ever since. 
When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnels to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family stability. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling our most uh, severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now, through Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives in line for our country and our communities, they need your help. Help these heroes and their families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Tunnel to Towers Foundation doing fantastic work. Please donate today. T2T.org. Here is Ukrainian parliament member Alexandra Ustinova. I understand that everybody is afraid of Vladimir Putin, but he's been promising us not to go into war. And he did. We were in a neutral country in 2014, and he invaded Ukraine. We did not provoke him a week ago. He's still invaded. If he wants to invade, if he wants to go into war with the United States, with NATO, he will do that anyway, because he's a crazy psycho that is now a terrorist, a number one terrorist in the world. And he does whatever he wants, no matter how the treaties work, whatever he says, whatever he promises. Everyone, I think, who's watching this conflict in Ukraine is starting to see with greater clarity that this is going to get really ugly. The hopes of this conflict ending in a matter of days, negotiated settlement, the Russians turning back in defeat, anything like that, they are fading very rapidly right now. What it looks like we're going to see is Ukraine in the midst of a siege. Think of a medieval, medieval-style medieval siege, but with missiles, with advanced weaponry, artillery, and the civilian death count, tragically, is going to get much, much higher. Uh, you're going to see a dramatic change, I think, in the coverage and in the tone of the people that are, are covering this conflict um, because they're going to see that this is going to get really, really ugly. And that's going to raise a lot of policy questions, too. What are we going to do about this? Uh, my, my sense is that Putin will drag this out for weeks. Uh, he will create realities on the ground whereby uh, the Ukrainians will sit down for negotiations. There will be uh, some acceptance of Russian dominance of Donbass, official Russian Federation uh, taking of Donbass. And then there'll be some protectorate between Kiev and Donbass east of the Dnieper River, that Russia will keep their troops there and say that for stability operations, after they've killed thousands and thousands of civilians, stability operations, they will stay, and then there'll be some ongoing... This is just my assessment of where I think this is heading. I could be wrong. Then there'll be some ongoing negotiation for a period of time, and eventually uh, there'll be some change in government in Kiev. Now, there may be Zelensky going either into exile or going into... Uh, you know, a, a neighboring country to set up a government in exile. And so it wouldn't be so it would not. It's not that the Russian government will necessarily be recognized as the or rather the new Ukrainian government under the thumb of Russia will be recognized as a, as officially the government. But I think that's what is likely to happen. Um, but this war is going to be much more difficult and much bloodier than a lot of people seem to think in the first week. The first week was just 
trying to get it all done with at once. The Russians figured they could maybe just take them out quickly. Well, that doesn't seem to be happening, but now it means you're looking at street-to-street fighting. You're looking at an increasingly angry, desperate, and vicious Vladimir Putin and an international community that still doesn't really know the lengths it's willing to go to try to protect the sovereignty and democracy of Ukraine. Hearing some folks already in this country and in the UK talking about no-fly zones. You know, it's one thing to say you're for non-intervention before the bullets start flying and the artillery shells land. The moment that you start seeing hospitals, orphanages shelled, civilians dead in the streets, that's when it becomes much harder to keep to your non-interventionist strategy, which I still think is hard for a lot of people, still think is and will be the right move because the possibility of this becoming a much bigger war with far worse consequences is very high the moment that we start shooting Russian planes out of the sky. We can't go there. Can't do it. This is not our fight. And you got to remember that. It's going to get very ugly. Uh, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I come on, on the show in a week and tell you that I dramatically overstated the threat here, but I think it's going to get really bad. All right, uh, we'll come back to some closing thoughts here about the State of the Union in a moment. But if you've ever wanted to invest in real estate, uh, but you didn't know how to do it, you need done for your real estate. I've closed now on multiple houses. I've learned so much about real estate investing. Here's what they do. You get on a call with them. They talk to you about the cities where they have expertise. They put you in touch with their team. They're super accessible. They're really easy to work with. They say, hey, here's a place we think you could get a great house at a good price as an investment property. They walk you through everything, getting the mortgage set up, the loan in place, uh, getting a tenant there so you get the free cash flow every month, your management company, all of it. They take you through every step of the process, and they're great guys. I've bought multiple houses personally with Done For You Real Estate. Go to doneforyoubuck.com to see how this works. That's doneforyoubuck.com. Again, doneforyoubuck.com to become a real estate investor. This is your first big step. Go check out doneforyoubuck.com. All right, I'm going to be live tweeting the State of the Union tonight. There'll be serious analysis. There'll be me making fun of Mr. Magoo Biden. It'll be great. So if you're not on Twitter, I'll also try to do it on Facebook. Follow me on facebook.com slash Buck Sexton. Follow me on Twitter at Buck Sexton. And I will see those of you who want to do the live tweeting thing with me tonight. Shields high.